Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. With filthy mouths and bad attitudes. Featuring Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Also featuring Parker. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And our special guest, Alex. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Alright, folks, we watched Class of 1999, one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, I think this was the inspiration for both The Faculty and Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And The Substitute. And The Substitute. (laughs) How could I forget? (laughs) Parker, out of curiosity, did you also happen to notice that The Substitute has three sequels? I sure did, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Just just, just put it out there. Yeah, next time you want to take a vacation. (laughs) Where are we going? Well, I'm going back to high school. (laughs) Recasting recasting Tom Berenger with Treat Williams is a masterclass. Rest in peace. You ever feel like things are made for you sometimes? <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> Substitute four starring Treat Williams. That's me. So how I'm gonna feel in uh you know, in ten years when we get the Marine thirteen somehow still starring the Miz. <laughs> Honestly, it's an incredibly good bit that there's been three sequels with the Miz in them. <laughs> I thought there were more than that now. I that's a road we can't go down, guys. Right. Alright, uh Parker. Do we have any news? Oh boy. News, news, news. Um, I just want to say this isn't really newsworthy because no one really cares about the box office, but it's really funny that the fifth Insidious movie is dog walking Indiana Jones. (laughs) That's objectively funny, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know how else to phrase that. It's just really goddamn funny that they pulled Harrison Ford out of his grave, made him put on this stupid jacket and hat, and like, I don't know, what if Patrick Wilson comes back and there's a scary red door and it just made $60 million? Absolutely fuck yourself and your de-aging morons. Oh, that's good. That's movies that I'm sure are bad. You know, speaking of the box office, I won't be finding out. (laughs) Speaking of the box office, uh, looks like the little movie that could Elemental just crossed 250 million, which uh, that's kind of nice. I think that movie deserves a little bit of money. Good to see a small studio. Yeah, kids, good word of mouth that makes some headway. Exactly. Uh, See, this isn't news, but I just. Alex, you've let us know recently how uh, rare, really excited you are to see Barbie. I did not no, realize you know, how buddy. vehemently against this movie you are. I'm <laughs> pathetic. Like, I'll end up seeing it because, like, we were out with a bunch of people, and like ten of them were like, "Hey, we're all going to see them both." And I'm like, "Sure, yeah, why, why? not? That sounds fun. <laughs> like, whatever. I'll, I'll go see two movies." But I have Fair. to say, as someone who has no stake one way or another, how is it every? fucking day for the last five months there's a new news story about it i physically cannot take this anymore i cannot take any more the fucking pink dress codes or walking the pink carpet or this i can't what is happening i feel it's like i'm going fucking, fucking toy i it's feel like i'm toy. losing my Why do mind people care i, I cannot under, like i don't fucking watch 
movie people on YouTube. I'd show up late so I don't see trailers anymore. I still haven't seen a Barbie trailer. Really? But no matter where I go, every goddamn day, some headline finds its way to me of another piece of press about this goddamn movie, and I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't uh, understand. How? Why can't I escape it? I don't seek this out. No, I, I think I'm mostly on your side here. I will say I have seen uh, one of the Barbie trailers. I saw the second one that was released because it was in uh, the Alamo. I, I saw a bit, uh, I saw like stills of the first one, the one where they had a reference to 2001 A Space Odyssey. People wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. People were like, didn't you see it reference that classic movie? I'm like... Yeah, like every cartoon is referenced 2001 A Space Odyssey. You're just sitting there like, you've, you've never seen that movie. Exactly. Oh, also, that. Yeah, it's fucking, come on. I, and, As a per- <laughs> Go ahead. All right, it's just... And again, like Parker, I will be cajoled into seeing this. And I, But I have nothing against this. Fine, it's whatever. I like Greta Gerwig. I like Margot Robbie. I, and the trailer that I saw makes me think it'll probably look fine. That being said, the trailer also has some remnants of button energy so that's prepare unavoidable yourself. yeah look we're uh we are we have the misfortune of seeing that opening day i insisted we go to the early showing so the brunch crowd would still be at work um <laughs> i uh i am going to be stealing order cards from extra seats in case anyone makes a fucking peep during this movie because <laughs> <laughs> love that for you me. you make like you eat your popcorn too loud that order card is going up i i am seeing this against my will and i am going to fucking act like i it. have to go to because, his showing i have to find alex's showing and go there look you guys you guys know me you know there's nothing i hate more than when people are having a little too much fun with something and run it into the ground Next time I see somebody trigger the stupid fucking Whopper bot, I'm just gonna ban somebody from the server at random. And uh, 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 this bar in trouble is like that times ten. I can't do it. I can't do it. I just. Oh my god! I want to imagine. Hey, did you Chris know these two movies come out on the same day? Isn't that crazy? Did you that's know the two that's my biggest thing. Happen actually. to be releasing. I, I, that actually really fucking annoys me that people keep talking about these things. Like they're gonna be so different. I'm like, yeah, like, I know, happens. man. Every summer, yeah, that's how movies work. I don't know. Literally, like uh, we were all at a bar, and there was like ten of us, and it's one of those where you like you have to split up in tables because there's too many people. And then at the end of the night, just like the whole table moves over, like, "Hey, we're all gonna see this." So I was like, "Sure, yeah." I'll say no to a movie. Yeah, and exactly. I can't fucking escape it, you guys. I, all I want, Chris, is for you to be there and just doing the De Niro laughter from Cape Fear. <laughs> <laughs> Every five minutes, because <laughs> <laughs> he's in hell. <laughs> It'd be such a good. Oh my god! I'm gonna find his Alamo. Oh wait, no, he's got he's gonna go to the one with a with a bad service. Fuck yeah, you, little sch- you little schemer. <laughs> so you're gonna be in a real good mood from jump. Actually, no, it's going to be like, even better. I, I like the, the idea that I'm going to show up, do the De Niro laugh, and I'm going to be the one guy who gets his beer on time. Turn around, look back, and go, <laughs> Might be the fucking... first time I ever show up in time to watch the fucking pre-show, just so I can ensure that I have a cold beverage 20 minutes into the movie. Doing <laughs> the James Franco so good as you like show me a beer, like, hey, 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 Alex, did you get the Barbie Malibu drink? Did you get it? It's pink. Did you get it? Did you get one? No, just like you don't have a drink. Toy. 
Did you order a drink? Because you don't have one. Did you mean to not have one? You want a sip of mine? It's a triple IPA. This one, uh, this one seems a lot easier to prepare than a Coke Zero in a cup. So, it makes sense that uh, yours triple came out earlier fun. than mine. Of course. Hey, hey Alex. The hops. Please, <laughs> please God, I beg you. I'm trying to listen to Ryan Gosling act like a nonce. I mean, uh, I'm, oh, oh, a quaker. Oh, uh, we've done so. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> well, I just looked up the runtime. An hour fifty-four for Barbie. That's merciful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. It's only gonna be a six and a half hour day for you, Parker. I mean, there's a break in between to get food and you know, pregame. Barbie's second, so I can get good and drunk beforehand. Someone is taking me to that theater because it's like the week before my birthday. I ain't paying for a goddamn thing. Fill me with alcohol and carry me to that seat. I'm gonna fall asleep 20 minutes in. Alex, you'll have to tell me if it's good. Uh, I'm sure I will, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> Kate McKinnon as one of the Barbies. Oh, hang on a second. Okay, so I the next one. I might have to make a chat until I can't make it. <laughs> <Stuff> came up. <laughs> I didn't agree to all this now. Well. And uh, one last bit. Uh, mm-hmm. As you know, Chris, as a big Twisted Metal fan, I, for the first time, saw the trailer for the new TV series coming out. Uh-oh. Uh, the text flashed, uh, text flashed from the Twisted Minds behind Deadpool and Zombieland, and I threw my phone into the couch. <laughs> so looking forward to that. It's going to be a great month of TV. Love that for us. Oh, we geez. just keep winning, baby. I don't, you know, actually, I don't think I saw the trailer. I think I saw, like, it was one of the fight scenes or something that they had going on. It, that was on Twitter oh, or something like that. I saw that. It looked <laughs> I hope awful. you like quips, because yeah. holy shit. It was fucking Ooh, dire. Boy. Yeah. You guys have fun. I, no. I never have fun. I will not have fun. I've enjoyed a Twisted Metal product since the PS2. I don't it, think it's going to change. PS1 for me, jeez. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the best Twisted Metal game is Vigilante 8, so. I haven't even played that one. Right, you know, that's that's a weird we thing. It's like it's, it. I, I think uh, Twisted Metal 2 is my favorite, and that's one of those games where it's like, yeah, that's a really neat cover, like the little thing with the axle and the wheels and everything. The game's fucking impossible. You have you cannot beat it without cheats. It's so it's fucking definitely hard. one of those, like, oh, man, I loved this game as a kid after five minutes. You're like, oh. this is a wretched piece of yeah, this shit. How did terrible. I play this? <laughs> oh, because I cheated. That's right, funny. yeah, exactly. All right. Well, yeah, uh, brother. All right, let's get into uh, Jerks of the Week. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Uh, my jerk of the week is my dad. Uh, he visited. I was like, oh, there's an Italian restaurant here. They do uh, Neapolitan pizza. And uh, he tried to set me up with a 21-year-old. And I'm like, dad, 33. That uh, That is problematic. I'll get canceled. On oh, just like that. Boogie. <laughs> what did I don't follow Boogie? I I'm sorry. I'm, I'm too I don't either, line. but apparently Boogie's dating a 20-year-old that he trauma bonded on Instagram with. Isn't he like 40? I don't fucking know. I don't He's know. fat. All fat people look old. Parker, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're the boogie. Um, I don't expert. follow boogie that. Actually, don't follow boogie that closely. That's new lore for me. I just yeah. appreciated hearing a boogie name drop. Yeah, really for me. <laughs> Finally, someone's in my neck of the woods. <laughs> I mean, uh, that checks out from the bits I do know about him. Yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, well, sounds like you would take advantage of an adolescent. Sounds going, like yeah, but but if you leave, I'll be sad. I'm like okay. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. He's normal. And just more stuff that me and Boogie have in common. <laughs> <laughs> Did he sit next to him at the Alamo? 
<laughs> oh, we will get to that. Chris, do you hang out on your dad's porch shooting at people that might be coming to bother you? That's a better idea than what we usually do. <laughs> Who say. are your jerks of the week? Alex, you can go ahead. All right. You I, I have uh, me. I have two, uh, so let me just get these both out of the way here. My first jerk of the week is Rob Gronkowski uh, for sending a season distance to, to, to baby Gronk's dad. Which, oh, what uh, the fuck, dude? I, we, no, uh, I'm on his side. We, uh, no, no, no. Baby I, Gronk is his own thing. I'm anti-Baby that's Gronk. Why, that's, look, his name has baby in it. It's You can't say he's related to the Gronkowskis. I just I don't understand it. There's, there's no legal salience here. And hopefully our big, beautiful Supreme Court sees to it that Baby Gronk continue selling his name, image, and likeness. My other jerk of the week. Allow me to read the, uh, the top line from a review of a movie for you. Oppenheimer review Christopher Nolan's masterpiece a bold tragic look inside humanity's darkest hour riveting world class performances and breathtaking imagery that blows a load of emotion inside (laughs) I want to throw somebody through a window why can't you fucking perverts just leave the rest of us alone who wrote that was that Diablo Cody (laughs) did Diablo Cody write that it does sound like a Diablo It, it does, thing. right? It says right here that Oppenheimer is serving cunt. I don't know what that means. <laughs> is this movie good? <laughs> oh, wow. What does Grimace think of Oppenheimer, dude? Man. You want to talk about something that was <laughs> a thing for six hours that I woke up with like, is that Courtney Cox? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Holy moly. <clears throat> well, uh, my jerk of the week is, of course... My lovely younger sister, who knows about my new work schedule, who knows about my autism. If anyone knows the depths of my autism, it would be her. We grew up together, and she knows it's about to be my bedtime. And she just texts me out of the blue, because we don't text very often. Wait, Godzilla's about atomic radiation and the atom bomb? (laughs) Fucking... Lunged out of bed, kill Bill Sirens blaring in my head. I'm like, oh my god! I triple texted her, started typing a fourth, and stopped and deleted it. She fucking left me on red, like the absolute nerve. I, honestly, the restraint to triple text instead of just immediately calling with no text response, which is what I would have done, just to pull the fucking autism fire alarm and then be like, oh, this is someone else's problem, and then just turn your phone off. What the fuck? You knew what you were you knew goddamn well what you were doing. It's infuriating. <laughs> I have been trolled IRL by my own kid. <laughs> be your own people who post your autism. That's just how the guys at Oasis feel. <laughs> I wasn't even condescending, like of course it is. I was like, oh yeah, and then just like went into detail and then just got fucking nothing. It's been days. Nary a response. I'm heated about it. This is yeah. fucking bullshit. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Well, for me, uh, let's talk about what we watched recently. I found a movie that I've been meaning to see for a while. See, I'm trying to get in, in touch with my Scottish heritage. So I watched the greatest Scottish movie ever made. Braveheart doesn't count because it's technically American. This is called Gregory's Girl. Now, this is what Ron DeSantis is trying to keep out of school. Basically, there's a kid on a soccer team, and he's fucking terrible at soccer. 
And oh, like Cooper uh, Dick. he is he's so <laughs> bad that he gets a. Uh, demoted to goalie i don't know if that's a demotion or a promotion <laughs> I don't know. it I was when i was a kid yeah. <laughs> all right just making sure anyway and Why he gets go ahead and stand there for a bit you know really observe the act and he gets replaced by a girl now in the uk that's like a really bad thing over here that's like think pieces but over there in uh, 1980 it was really bad stuff but what develops from here is actually kind of a cute romance. I will say that the lead character of Gregory is the world's uh, scrawniest galoot who has ever lived. This guy is, he really does have like a, you know, like the whole, the old like Hanna-Barbera cartoons, the dumb guy voice was just a strip which way did he go, which way? Well, that's him, except he's like doing a Scottish accent for it. And he's like, he's like five eleven and a hundred pounds. <laughs> so subtitles, right? I, no, I literally needed subtitles for this one, especially like. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, like I, because I, you know, after watching uh, Braveheart like twenty times, I'm like, wow, Scottish accents are so cool. Then I put this on, and it was actually unintelligible, especially for the opening scene. Parker, I'm looking directly at you. This movie mm-hmm. could have been on the list for the opening scene. I thought I had accidentally put on a movie from the list. It's a bunch of like kids sitting in the dark they're peering out into the night it turns out they're just doing that uh the the fucking animal housey where they're watching a woman like changing or i guess like any sex comedy from these where they're just watching a woman changing and i thought they were speaking in code about how they were going to murder her no it turns out they were saying oh nice brazier <laughs> you know i'm like what the fuck they're talking like the gang from a clockwork orange <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that one too <laughs> oh boy yeah Uh-oh. No, it's, that's for Class of 99. Anyway, so Gregory's Girl, actually a pretty decent movie. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised. And this one, I was unpleasantly surprised for a movie called Encounter of the Spooky Kind. Now... That sounds well, like that sucks, man. Yeah, well, here... <laughs> well, I mean, the description's really good. Okay, so, to be fair, it's a movie from the list, but it stars Sammo Hung. He was the... He's the... Okay, basically, he's the fat version of Jackie Chan. And I'm like, huh, this this actually might be pretty good. Let's see what this is. Because, like, who's going to do, like, a kung fu ghost story, right? <laughs> Jackie Chin. <laughs> Jackie Chins. All right, so, Encounter uh, of the Spooky Kind is, uh, besides being an extremely stupid title, there's this guy in a village played by Sammo Hung, the the fattest Chinese guy I've seen in a while. And uh, he he declares he isn't afraid of anything. This is proven untrue by the opening credits. And uh, let's see, he's... Uh, they have a bunch of villagers trying to convince him that ghosts exist. And I think at some point ghosts do attack him or something like that. Meanwhile, his wife is cheating on him with the village elder or something like that. I don't know. Uh, the only parts that are cool are the, uh, the kung fu parts where you can tell that he put in a lot of work. And that's the thing about him and Jackie Chan, who I'll get to in a little bit, is you can always see the hard work when it's on screen, and that makes it so much more powerful. And I love that shit. I love what he's flipping and kicking, and, and like, for a guy as big and rotund as he is, to see him kip up, that's really impressive. So I like that stuff. Everything else, I don't know, it's kind of dull. Uh, I did watch the uh, American dub because... Uh, that's always better for these things because <laughs> it was better after listening to scottish guys also yeah i i couldn't take that much subtitles dude <laughs> all right and uh now on to a rape movie that i enjoyed this is called miss 45 by our good friend of the show abel ferrara the one oh. with bernie mac i <laughs> 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 
Now, last time I brought up Abel Ferrara on here, it was uh, the Driller Killer, and I listened to his commentary on it, and it was, like, the best commentary I've ever heard in my life, because he was fucking plastered, and he was, like, flirting with actresses on the screen and talking about how much his, his movie sucked dog shit. Uh, Miss 45 did not come with commentary, so uh, we can only take the vision as it is. Um now here's how it starts off there is a mute woman she's living in new york city she works at like a dress factory and uh, she's walking home and she gets raped and then she gets home trying to recover from that and then she gets raped again and she goes insane gets a gun and starts killing men even men who are innocent i should hate this movie i should by all accounts hate this movie and yet i kind of find it somewhat compelling i think this works from an artistic standpoint as uh, saying something about rape, first of all, the prevalence with which it happens, but also this is what it is doing to sexual to sexual relations between men and women. A lot of guys they get bent out of shape whenever they hear uh, women say uh, yes, all men or or whatever, right? Well, how do you expect them to feel? You know how how do you expect them to react to this sort of thing? This is what happens when uh, men do bad things, and we should teach our boys not to rape, etc. Is it a movie that I would recommend to others? Not necessarily, but uh, and maybe my standards are being lowered as a result of the list. But actually, I guess Abel Ferrara is uh, not that bad. So I had a good time with this one. A better time than I had with Hell Knight. That Parker. Sucks. Yeah, I. So this one has um, uh, Linda Blair. She played uh, Reagan in The Exorcist and The Exorcist too. Well, she. Uh, I, th I think this came out after Exorcist 2. Is that right, Parker? Do you know that? Uh, I don't know if sure. it ever had. Why uh, not? Uh, well, apparently, uh, after The Exorcist and possibly Exorcist 2, she kept getting cast as uh, a female victim sort of role. And she wanted to branch out and not do that anymore. I don't know what Hell Knight has to do with that because that's exactly the role that she's playing. Hell Knight basically a story of a bunch of college kids. Uh, they're trying to rush a frat and they decide they'll, they'll hang out in a spooky mansion. Where uh, the club president or whatever is trying to like scare them. Turns out there's actually a psychotic killer in there, and he's uh, he's knifing them up. Boring. Didn't like it very, very much. Boring. Speaking of boring, uh, next one here. The one that I saw Parker watched. This is called uh, C H U D or Chud. Hell yeah. Uh, no. This <laughs> yeah, you would think hell yeah. <laughs> tell him what tell him what Chud stands for. Uh, I, I already know, dude. I've seen. Oh, oh you see, wait, you oh, see yeah? Chud? Oh, yeah. yeah, never mind. Um, I, I guess Alex likes Chud more than we do. Uh, I, it's not good. Yeah, now Chud sucks. I I couldn't really get into Chud. I wanted to like Chud. In fact, I I think I kind of like the beginning of it, where you know. You're, you're kind of developing these characters. You see how they're going to interact with each other. And then you see the chuds. And it's literally just guys in suits. You know? It's just... There's no, like, uh, special effects or anything. It just doesn't look good at all. And it's just kind of boring to me. And it goes on way too long. So... So you're not going to watch the sequel? I... Parker talked about the sequel. And... I didn't talk I'm, about it. I told you what it yeah, was called, and that yeah. almost made you watch it. And that <laughs> made me think, should I watch this? Because it's called Bud the Chud. It's a good name. It's a really good name. Yeah. I ain't fucking watching it. Yeah. 
Uh, and now I got an opportunity to watch one of my favorite movies at the Alamo. Uh, it's called Jaws. It's from 1975. Before I watched Jaws, by the way, they, they showed the trailers. They showed the trailer for The Meg 2. And I, uh, I have to admit that it was a bit of a contrast to see this movie where, like, Jason Statham is wearing, like, an ocean spacesuit or whatever so that he can punch the giant shark or whatever. Uh, it, it actually looks pretty good. So that might be a future episode. Who knows? There's uh, a shark in it. Of course it's a future episode. Oh, right. Me? Of course. Yeah. The, you know, us in shark movies. Anyway, uh, Jaws 2. <laughs> we did Deep Lucy 3. Uh, oh, God. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we did one and three. Yeah. So we did, did we not do two? I think we did two, actually. Yeah, in fact, I'm, I'm really sure we did, too. I, mean, I watched yeah, it, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> we discussed it before. Yeah, we did, yeah, we did too. We just watched it. Uh, speaking of Deep Blue Sea, uh, Alex, this was, in fact, a movie party. And uh, one, of the, one of the things that they had on there was a foam shark's fin-like uh, headpiece. So, just like LL Cool J, our hat looks like a shark's fin. Are you not going to show us? Like, where's your I didn't, hat? I, I didn't put it on. I didn't want to wear it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I fucking love Jaws. Jaws actually really kicks ass. I And I decided I wouldn't talk about the stuff that everyone always talks about with Jaws. You know, like the music, the the suspense, etc., etc. I want to talk about something that people don't usually talk about with Jaws. It's two female performances. The first is the opening victim. Uh, the way that she screams and splashes around in the water is perfect, and it really sets the tone for the movie, and it's like, here's why you should be afraid. So that's great. And the other one is the mother of the child who gets eaten. Uh, she, because she looks like totally normal. She looks like something that you would see at the beach. And uh, that's the thing. It's like, there's so many, like, Hollywood actresses who have to look perfect and everything. And So, I was joined by a friend. <laughs> a friend who we haven't heard from on this show in quite a long time. <laughs> Remember that person who is just a woman? <laughs> Turns out she was sitting next to me at this movie. And she, I guess maybe she forgot that Jaws is supposed to be like a scary movie. And uh, she was like doing the, the same stuff that she was doing during Star Trek 2, going like, oh, whenever like something like scary was going to happen to someone, like slapping her leg and going like, oh, look out. And I was like looking over the whole time, like, she looks like she's going to explode. <laughs> she looks like she's having the worst time of her life watching one of the best movies ever made. So, uh,. That's the thing. It's like I can't make fun of her too much, though, because she always chooses like the same section of the theater that I sit. So she and I must share some sort of brain cell. Anyway, so much for Jaws, which again, really good. Everyone should watch it. And I got home and I decided I haven't seen enough Robert Shaw today. So I watched A Man for All Seasons, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's only getting better. And uh, I've described it in the past as the greatest Catholic movie ever made. And everyone describes it as the greatest Catholic movie ever made. But even if you're not Catholic, you should still watch it and you'd almost certainly enjoy it. Because I think that it has uh, a political bent to it that is applicable to this day. This is one of the best scripts that I've ever seen in my life, and I think that anyone could get something out of it. Uh, the snappy dialogue. A lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, that's like uh, proto... Um, who's the guy who wrote um, The West Wing? I already forgot his name. Sorkin. So, yeah, it, some, some people are calling it like proto-Sorkin. I guess I understand it, but 
I, I think that's giving a little bit too much credit to Sorkin because some of the lines in this movie, in fact, many of the lines in this movie are taken from historical records. So it's like Thomas More was actually saying this shit. Anyway, uh, strongly recommend that one. I watch anything else that's good. Oh, <laughs> two more. Okay, I promise. The first one I watched is uh, Repo Man. This is uh, this stars Emilio S. This is a 1984 movie. Have you guys seen Repo Man? I know I should, but no. oh hey, all right. Repo Man is uh, Repo Man is a bit different here. So it stars Harry Dean Stanton and Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez has the same haircut that his father did in Falling Down, and uh, it's it seems like it's a, a pre-apocalyptic movie in a way. You know, a lot of burning trash cans in this one, and uh, he he's kind of down and out on his luck. He's a bit of a punk. He doesn't really have a steady job, and uh, like he gets fired from working at a grocery store. And he gets sort of roped into being a repossession man by Harry Dean Stanton. And uh, he's kind of being a punk the whole time and uh, mouthing off. But there's a car out there, a Chevy Malibu, that has something in the trunk. When you open up the trunk and you look at it, you vaporize and it leaves nothing but your boots. So it's science fiction and it's about something too. Uh, it's a satire. It's very, very funny. Uh, it's interesting. It's different from everything else. Uh, I actually really like this one. The ending does kind of feel like a bit of a Blades of Glory ending, but I, I don't care. I still had a good enough time with it. Uh, I actually recommend this one. I think you guys would really like Repo Man. Last one I watched, uh, one of Parker's favorites here, Police Story, starring one yeah. Jackie Chan. Dude. Dude. <laughs> so here's the thing. This is uh, Jackie Chan's favorite movie of his own, and I can see why. He was the director for it. First, the bad. There are a lot of flaws with this. The humor isn't really effective uh, for the most part. Jackie Chan has said on occasion that he doesn't get the Rush Hour movies. Like, those movies just aren't funny to him because he doesn't understand American humor. And I'm not saying that American humor is better than Chinese humor. It's just that American humor is better than Chinese humor. So, Obviously. yeah, the thing about Police Story... Also, the character that Jackie Chan plays is kind of an asshole throughout the whole movie. I was like, I kind of kind of hope he dies, you know? I, I wouldn't mind it. Like, he, he treats women very poorly in that movie. But, the good. These stunts are fucking insane. Like, everyone knows that the, the big stunt from this movie is where he uh, he jumps onto that pole, he, he crashes through uh, that glass and starts fighting all those people. That's like the apparently that was the most dangerous stunt of Jackie Chan's life. He had second he had second degree burns on his uh, hands. He could have got killed like six different ways to Sunday. He he uh, broke his pelvis or something like that. But that one doesn't impress me as much as the opening stunt where they're in uh, I guess the equivalent of a Chinese trailer park, and they have this car crash through it. There's flames everywhere. There's explosions. That's insane to me. The other thing is like once you. I think at some point, maybe people take Jackie Chan and his sons for granted. Like, you realize, like, that's not, you know, special effects. They're actually doing this. A great example is uh, there's a bus, a double-decker bus, that's coming right at him holding the criminals. And he has to stop it. And all he has is a 357 Magnum. And he points it at there, and he, he kills just the right guy. It stops right before it hits him. You see in uh, the end credits where they show the outtakes... That, that truck, or sorry, that bus came very close to hitting him a couple of times. And I'm like, you know what? I, I wouldn't do what he does. Uh, there's a whole lot of that that's just not in my future. Uh, there's there's some stuff that he does that's, it's not even like a stunt. There's a thing where he kicks a pencil and makes it flip just right so that he catches it. It took him like 20 different tries. And 
you see in the movie and you just think that it looks cool. So I think that's the real draw of Police Story. It's just seeing shit that looks really, really cool. So I like Police Story quite a bit. Alex, what did you watch? Still insane that he would make that be like, yeah, but another one. Let's yeah, go through that yeah. Again. <laughs> the the one that he didn't have any uh, like practice or second tries at. It was all one take. Was that uh, the pole sliding scene? Because apparently the mall was like, "You guys hurry up, we have to open." And he was like, "Fine, whatever." Apparently, in the American dub, they just call him Kevin Chan. <laughs> <laughs> that owns. All right, uh, Alex, would you watch? Uh, we doing Mission Impossible next week or no? I, Parker, what do you think? Because I am definitely trying to see that. I mean, I'm gonna see it regardless. So yeah. You know. All right, we can we can go ahead and do that next week. We can do All that, right. or we could watch some direct to video action. Movie. <laughs> one. Correct. I, I mean, that's yeah. it's TC nine thousand is still there. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I didn't watch anything else other than that, but uh, I will say it's good. Um, all the stunt work looks fantastic, as you expect. Uh, the movie's like genuinely funny, which I appreciate. That is what like, I've been hearing. A friend texted me. Is a friend like cold texted me? It was just like, uh, you know what I miss? Physical comedy, and the new Mission Impossible does that. Yeah, like probably the best scene of the movie is an extended chase sequence in Venice where he's handcuffed to a girl that doesn't know how to drive, but he's handcuffed on the side where he'd be in the passenger seat. So, uh, you know, he's trying to teach her to drive the car as they're running away from, like, seven different bad guys. It works really well. It works really, really well. Um, Sounds good. Stop fucking barking! (laughs) Jesus (laughs) Christ! Open the door for two goddamn seconds. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Alex, yeah. you really need to get your background noise in order. Really <laughs> yeah, I know, I was going to do that, yeah. <laughs> I've been a nuisance on this show. What Chris was talking about. You came close like, to saying furious. nuts on this show. I'm, I'm furiously texting her, like, the cats are close to each other. They're going to start fighting. I don't want noise. And then uh, oh. little Parker's dog covered for us. So yeah, should be a really good bitch just to hear your cats freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in the next scene, uh, there, there, Pam Greer shows up. There was, there was only a little bit of noise the cat made, and it was right after Chris said, we hate women, don't we? Or whatever he said. And uh, That does sound like something I would say. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, because I was trying to stop them from fighting. But uh, either way, it should be there. Mm-hmm. A little Easter egg for the listeners. Yeah, uh, it was too far to throw something. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, downside of the movie is it's a three-hour part one, which uh not great, but all the parts work. You'll get bored probably around the two-hour, 15-minute mark, but by then, like, the final set piece is going. So you're like, all right, cool. We'll see these sick train stunts, and then I'm out. And, uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh solid four star movie I don't think it's as good as Fallout mostly because it's part one and you know that I've seen like not even half of a story it's more like you know oh there's this key and the key's in two pieces and we gotta find them but like you actually kind of enjoy finding the key so it's not as annoying as that is in nine out of ten movies uh yeah Tom Cruise is great uh movies are back when you log this in Letterboxd you get a little uh Mission Impossible like flash video that comes up it's kind of neat uh, I'm sure the letterbox dorks will be super mad about that because they're mad about existing. But uh, yeah, go see this one. It's good. We'll talk well, more I next guess week. If he insists, I guess I'll go see this movie. I'll uh-huh. definitely go see. It. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like there, there's no way that you know you're not seeing this if you like movies. Like it's uh, this is like probably something that's going to be said a lot over the next you know week or so as dumbass normies see this, but. The idea that we got this and the John Wick movie like two months apart and they're both just like 
action fests is like pretty cool. I mean, not that we're gonna get another halfway reputable action movie for another year, but that's that's yeah, two in one season. That that's pretty good. Oppenheimer yeah. and Barbie are coming out on the same. Oh, wait, a lot of people don't know that. Day? Yeah. That's, that's, like not on like, different days. What? Same one. Yeah. See, what you could do is you could like watch one and then watch the other on the same day, like a little bit of a double feature. People would be like, "Oh, how did you think of that?" <laughs> Just want to say, by the way, that uh, Tom Cruise is one thousand percent right about how theaters should keep their IMAX screens open for this for another at least week or two before they put fucking Oppenheimer in there. Like, yeah, I get it. It's it's a Nolan movie. Like, you know, people are gonna go see that in IMAX too. But uh, this one deserves to be seen on the biggest screen that you can see it on because the stunt work's incredible. And uh, I decided to yeah. uh, watch it on my open phone. my phone. Go, who should I ask? And be like, Nah, I'm just gonna see it by myself. And it just yeah, sits that's, in the back that's row of popcorn. Do. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will not let a normal ruin this for me. I don't think the normals can ruin this one. Like the movie's good enough that you just you're you're fine. Yeah. Like, what are they gonna do? I, I mean, I could see a world if it's like somebody that asks a lot of questions because the plot is like kind of convoluted. Even though if you really focus on it, it just boils down to we got to find the key so we can stop the bad computer, which uh, is pretty simplistic. But they throw a lot of jargon at you. There's a lot of, uh, oh, what? He's erasing this guy's presence in real time on security camera footage and stuff like that. And I don't know. I think it all works. Uh, I am happy that the second one seems to not be that far away. Like, it seems like they did a lot of the filming for both of these already. So, I don't know, this time next year, hopefully. But... Yeah, I was looking at Letterbox because I'm a fucking idiot. And I saw someone review Fallout, and it was like 2018. I was like, fuck, was it really... It's really oh, yeah. that long ago? It's been that long. Yep. I guess a uh, good thing they filmed them both back to back. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of characters that are in previous movies in this one, not in like a obnoxious fan service kind of way, just like a oh, we know who this guy at the CIA is, so he's in this one too because, you know, like the CIA does their Mission Impossible thing and that's probably relevant in the background, but also like the arms dealer from Fallout's in this one, and I'm like, oh, which one was she in? Like the third one, the fourth? It's like, oh no, that was just the last one that came out five years ago. I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? That's fair. Man, I'm doing for a refresher on Fallout. Yeah, that probably. Was a movie I was like, this is fucking perfect. They should make movies like this more, and then I just didn't watch it again for some reason. Yeah, it's the last movie that I like almost watched start to finish twice while it was in theaters, but uh, I just couldn't commit the three hours to it again because I'm a lazy there. piece of shit and I have other stuff to do I get it you were still in school you were like trying yeah. to figure out your future not like I should watch I should watch this <laughs> twice in one day <laughs> <laughs> no I, uh, I I saw the first one or not the first one I saw Fallout like opening night uh, before I had to drive to fucking Indianapolis uh, so I watched that rode that high the entire way through the night slept for like four hours woke up and was like I got nothing to do on this Friday afternoon. Like, why don't I just do this again? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, you're in good hands. They know what they're doing. Go see this in a movie theater. Don't wait for it to come out on streaming. Fuck you. Fair enough. That's all I yeah. needed to hear. Yeah, Parker, what'd you watch? Uh, Chris, you like anime, right? No. That, uh, <laughs> that Paprika film is pretty good, huh? Oh, never mind. I like that one. This Satoshi Kon character is pretty good at making movies, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see what it comes out with Net. Oh, oh. <laughs> like I knew the broadest of broad strokes about this movie. That's I gotta yeah. say that that opening sequence is an immediate like I'm in. You haven't explained anything, but I'm in for the next ninety minutes. Mm -hmm. like, I'm all yours. 
Satoshi Kon is like maybe the last person to understand what animation ought to be used for, you know? Just like doing things, because that's what I kept thinking of the whole movie. Like, imagine the dumb motherfucker that's like, "We should do a live action remake." Of this. Like, <laughs> I physically cannot imagine how we already got Inception. That's the, that's the closest you're gonna get. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. I do know what you. I'm unfortunately Abrams, probably you listen. You want another producer credit, Dickin? <laughs> <laughs> we have to pretend that I, we like it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> I just enjoyed watching this because, like, the only anime we ever watched for this show was just ultra-violent garbage from the 80s. <laughs> so you're just sitting there watching, like, where, where's the hell quake at? <laughs> question I ask myself every day. Yeah. What is Violence Jack dreaming about, I wonder? <laughs> oh, it's probably not a good idea to look into that man's dreams. I did enjoy just sitting there, like, a good three quarters of the movie being like, why did it say rated R for sexual imagery? And then, oh, I yeah, see. Right, yeah. I see. That's yeah. that's unpleasant to watch. Oh, it's, yeah. it's from Japan. I mean, what you expect? Yeah. I mean, also, yes. Yeah. I was watching with her, and every time... I just kept looking over, like, is now the time to pause it? <laughs> is now the time? Are we good? Are we good? I like no, the idea that you pause it right on that scene. You know, oops. It's <laughs> also because I forgot he did Perfect Blue, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm, hang on. Yeah. Do I need to yeah. make a set? No, oh, we're all good. We're all good. Okay. <laughs> no one got a... You know. Yeah. It's Japan. It's close. But yeah. Uh, Did you like Paco in that movie? movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like the scene where he's just like, I want to do more dream stuff. And she just calls him a fat piece of shit for five kids. <laughs> See, it's about realism in his movies. <laughs> I like the introduction of getting stuck in an elevator. I'm like, that's a funny dream. And then it's like, oh, fuck, those are the real people. <laughs> Big fat moron. Uh, he's fucking sick. I love... Uh, I mean, God, every single fucking review mentions Inception and the visuals, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to try and beat a dead horse, but I love watching a movie where you're like, oh, this is like using the medium to its fullest to tell an engrossing story. Mm-hmm. What a concept. But again, I wonder what Violence Jack is up to. Yeah. Have you seen a Paranoia Agent yet? <laughs> no, I went to a stream at once and the quality was real dog shit and it oh, frustrated yeah. me. But, uh,. I mean, I bought this Blu-ray for ten dollars. I'm sure Paranoia Agent's not much more expensive. So yeah, I, th- I actually, I actually think Paranoia Agent is um, has a decent Blu-ray price out there, and I that's one I would strongly recommend. So, it's only like what thirteen episodes or some shit. Uh, it's like a real yeah, short it's it's movie, real, right? it's real, real short. Uh, oh, Steelbook for thirty-five dollars. Oh, now we're now we're cooking. Yes. Ah, steel, like what the Transformers are made of. My favorite toy. Oh, you like toys? Dude, what if there was a toy for this toy? What if you and all your favorite Autobots walked the red carpet? What if there was a mandated Decepticon day, and if you didn't wear a tie with the logo on it, you had to put a quarter in a jar? Are you ready for the mid-credits scene with the Insecticons? Don't you love sharing stories of, I remember that toy. I say, as if that hasn't been movies for the past 10 years. A Mattel shared universe. (laughs) I, I hope they. Uh, I hope they put Doug Stamper in this one too. Ooh, all right. Hold on. <laughs> uh, hello, Barbie. Would you like to come work for my shadow organization alongside Optimus Prime and whatever the GI Joe guys called? Hi, Ken. This is my friend Snake Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good bit, actually. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like. I feel like if the mid credit scene was her being recruited to the GI Joes, I feel like he'd turn around pretty quick and be like, "All right, I'll take consider like two and a half stars." Just like. The fucking uh, the Avengers portals, except it's like Megan and the Gorgons. 
What, they're fighting the small soldiers? Furby, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking losers. Jesus Christ, man. I mean, yeah, correct. But uh, I'll be there, because... I can't say that. I, I have got to find what theater Alex is going to be at. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so it is a big Just <laughs> ask Emily. She'll tell you she doesn't understand. What, two beers? Oh, Kitchen made a mistake in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the kid who's like, hey, gee, how come your mom lets you get two wieners? <laughs> yeah, that guy back there, I'll have what he's having. All of it. Give it to me. <laughs> Give him nothing. <laughs> hey, you look to be like 17, right? Yeah, you know, bills are. I'll give you $40 if you tell him the coat machine's broken. <laughs> but not now. It's like 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry, sir. Yeah, I meant to tell you. I must have forgotten. I was I was laughing so hard at the movie. I forgot to tell you we cannot get you your coat. Just, just come up with a little piece of paper that says, with 17 minutes left in the movie, tell him you're all out of Toretto Twist. <laughs> <laughs> just Weird. writing kill yourselves on an order card and putting it up oh man i got two cases with my pretzel that's hilarious <laughs> she brings back your coke order card she says no with a frown face she never comes back <laughs> there's multiple barbies they get a load of this stewing back there drinking your complimentary water like a dickhead <laughs> Simon Lewis, kid! Yeah! <laughs> this is actually a pretty good experience. <laughs> Just dancing like this. Hey, whatever, whatever it takes to be able to enjoy myself. <laughs> oh no, that's not part of the equation. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't get the I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show up, and he's gonna be wearing like an orange wig, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that guy back there with the hoodie? Yeah. Tell him I know. <laughs> Tell him I can fucking see him. He ain't getting out of here. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, that's oh, hilarious. Emily, did you hear that? <laughs> Rewind the movie. She didn't hear it. <laughs> hey, oh. hey, Acty. <laughs> <laughs> Barbie, stop the play. Whoa, we won that shit in five seconds. That, that piece of shit was talking. <laughs> Parker, what else did you watch? Well, speaking of watching things you'll enjoy, Alex, uh, The Bear Season 2 is incredibly good. Oh, I believe it. Oh, I got you. Watch that shit in one day. Of course. Which is a lot not. for me, because I don't watch TV. And if I do, it's six years too late. It is incredibly good, because the whole season is about them trying to get the restaurant open. And if there's one thing we love on this show, it's cheering for our guys. We love Hell when we yeah. have guys. We like them all. We spent a whole first season with them, learning about them. We want them to succeed. That's the whole driving force. And then like six episodes in, there's a flashback episode to Christmas at his house with his whole family. And it's over an hour long and it's the most stressful thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> fucking life. It is so good. I was on edge for over an hour, and spoilers, yeah, it's great. The whole family gets along. No issues there. It's all awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll have a fucking great time. It's so good, dude. I'm sure I will. I fucking love that show. At least I have something to look forward to. Attaboy. Now, 
when it comes to psychic warfare, uh, as we've discussed previously, the Peacock app gives and it taketh away. <laughs> uh, sometimes you, you know, you sit there and you watch the finale of the new season of Below Deck, and you ask your lovely girlfriend why the guy that looks like Australian Chris Jericho is being so mean to all the people on the crew. Uh, why these people keep banging each other and you just ask like hey this is like season 4 do you even like this and she's like not really and you're like oh cool can we stop watching it and she says no and you're like alright bet oh it's my pick next let me just go to the search bar Puppet Master 3 wow I hope this answers a lot of questions <laughs> so uh, it does answer a lot of questions cause get this gang it's a prequel it's an oh, origin oh, story. That's good, so you can oh, learn more about that. Stare at her. Yeah. You got to stare her in her eyes as they glazed over as we spent the entire movie in Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. This is all that's going through my head is the hours of like, oh wow, they're really trying to spice up the Housewives of Orange County by bringing back one of the original people. Uh, and I'm just staring at her like, yeah, hey, look, hey, honey. His name is Six Shooter, because he's a cowboy and he has six arms. You like that? Hey, do you like this? What's that? Oh, what? The new season of Atlanta just started? Hey, look, he just shot Puppet Hitler. Do you like that? <laughs> and uh, she did not like that. Oh. Neither did I, but I'll never let her know that. Because the more of this she puts on, it just recommends, like, hey, do you want to start the next one? Because now that's in the For You tab. It's all the shows she watches, and it's the next Puppet Master movie. <laughs> so she goes to watch, like, the shows that just, like, give her peace of mind and let her turn her brain off and enjoy garbage. And she's just tormented by, hey, Toulon's Revenge? What does that mean? Oh, the revenge is against Hitler. Hey, babe, do you want to know the origins of all the puppets? Hey, do you, do you know the girl puppet that vomits out leeches? That's his dead wife. Do you like this? Do you like that? What's that? What's going on on the other below deck? Mediterranean? That's cool. Uh, so he has a secret green juice that he puts on the puppets and it brings them to life. Do you like this? <laughs> and, uh... You know, maybe uh, I won't have to watch those shows anymore. I think I'm starting to break her down a little bit. <laughs> I, uh, I can't believe you're turning on below deck like this. Uh, it's not the OG. There's too many spinoffs. Yeah, that's true. I truly cannot... You have one good thing, and it's just like, all right, cool. It's going to be year-round. And it's like, that's nah, not that's not why this works. Yeah, not at all. No, it's uh, you hate to see it, but sometimes you just have to... You know what? That's fair. You have to put your foot down and be like, all right, I'll watch that, but then I get to pick next. And uh, there's like five more sequels on this app, so we can, we can do this all day. We have three-day weekends. You want to fucking play? We can get through four through eight. I, uh, I think I'll be safe, hopefully. Uh, oh. Any of those on the list? It's a good question. Not only the first, I hope it's like only I, I the actually, seventh one. No, only the first one is on the list. I happen to know this. Yeah. For now. I have it, I have it tattooed on my bodice, dude. It's right here on well, my Well, much thorax. like the Constitution, the list is a living document. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Unfortunately that is true. Yeah. <laughs> how many do I have left? Let me check how much I... Uh... Parker, you can go ahead and keep talking. It's going to load it here for a bit. It's a long... Oh, 67 I, I... remaining. Oh, I, I yeah. do love the idea that Chris finishing the list is going to be a yearly occurrence. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good bit. Just knowing he's he's a Sisyphus just pushing that retard rock up the hill. <laughs> Fucking moron. Why Dude, do you do this? Why did I they say, end? as I watch Puppet Master 3 on my day off to inflict <laughs> psychic damage on the person I love. <laughs> why did they add two Takashi Miyuki? 
Oh. He's got about a hundred of them, so oh. flip a coin. God damn. You throw a rock in the water, you're going to land on one of them. Which ones are they? Uh, the ones they added? Uh, they added yeah. The Happiness of the Katakuris and uh, Visitor Q. So hopefully. So not the vampire one. Sorry to hear that. Oh, no. Next week's episode, Blade of the Immortals. Let's get it. But they have the Fright Night remake, so I'm okay. Oh, man. That might be an episode. And it's not already launched? Did we not do the Fright Night remake? No, we did the Fright Night first so, one. Well, I think I've, I've never seen the first one. Wait, really? I've I think you just watch it, and I just talk to you about it. I've, I've only seen the end of the Fright Night remake like a million times since I was working at the theater uh, at that time. So I know that like all too well. Well, it's interesting. Casting McLovin as Evil Ed is such a good bit. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. That man's doing really well for himself, all things considered. Right now, he's That's really right, coming out yeah. on top. <laughs> Uh, the last thing I watched. How is 65 so fucking boring? I don't <laughs> understand. I wanted to die. This movie's a, I was going to say a tight 90. There ain't nothing tight about it. It's 90 minutes. <laughs> it's literally like when you scroll through fucking Tubi and you see like a movie with a T-Rex on the cover, you're like... Okay, but like we all know what this is. Like, there's right, gonna be two yeah. scenes with dinosaurs, and the rest is gonna be boring. And it's that, but it costs like fifty million dollars. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? The one bit of enjoyment I got is that uh, there's the the title card comes up, and says sixty five, and then it says million years ago, a visitor crash landed on earth and you're supposed to be like whoa what like you know fucking shit where else would he be Wait, it was it has a, a delay bitch. between each of those lines like hey guys strap in we're on earth the whole time like yeah i know it's called 65 um, all right sorry for the last minute of my audio you're gonna have to edit out that's all right buddy i heard you struggling you're doing great oh okay that wasn't me no i heard someone struggle yes <laughs> that's correct um, let me just say, uh, the abject horror when they crash land and only one pod survives and it's a child. I wanted <laughs> to fucking die because that's the movie. The opening scene is him leaving his wife and his dumb, sick daughter, and then he crash lands on Earth, and then there's a little girl there, and now he gets to be surrogate father to this girl. But here's the fun part. Uh, she speaks some click-click alien language I couldn't fucking care about. Oh my so this whole movie is, hey, they can't communicate, but they learn to. Isn't that fun? Hey, did you, did you show up to see a dinosaur, you fucking moron? Yeah, you'll get that in the last 20 minutes. And then you finally get what you want. You finally get to the climax, and they get attacked by two T-Rexes. But then he has a space gun. Like, he literally just headshots one of the T-Rexes and it dies in one bullet. And you're like, huh. Oh, that was 80 minutes that I just <laughs> wasted here. So yeah, instead you just get a fucking drama about like, oh, uh, I guess I could be a good father. Also, his daughter just like dies. We just find that out in a video message that his actual daughter dies. Great. He's like, oh, damn, that sucks. Maybe you will be my daughter, space girl. And then they... They get in predicaments, and then they work together and learn to love and communicate, and they escape. And then she he, even uh, smells like landfill. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you're waiting, like cool. I signed up for a movie where a guy like shoots dinosaurs, and then he shoots the dinosaur. You're like, 
Alright, but like not that quickly. <laughs> he literally just pulls out a space shotgun and unloads the clip and the T Rex dies and you're like Alright then. I guess I guess that's on me. Uh, thanks for nothing, Netflix. Love to see that. Don't know how this made it to theaters. Uh, good job everyone involved. How, how really do you make a movie so boring. Really warms my heart to hear this because on two separate occasions, I bought a ticket to this movie using my fucking AMC Stubbs app, and neither time did I actually make it to the theater. So, uh, good to know I didn't miss out. Like, if literally anyone is in this movie but Adam Driver, it's like negative five stars. <laughs> he is trying as hard as he can to carry this to like a star and a half. It's so boring. Like, it's 90 minutes. He crash lands on that planet like 10 minutes in, and it's still wretched just dog shit that was my week i'm glad we all had fun got a lot of fun movies ahead like barbie and oppenheimer we're all looking forward to both on the same day crazy let's talk about a good movie a movie that predicted the future that is correct (laughs) the distant desolate future of 1999 that's the thing immediately i'm reminded of uh, a much better movie uh Escape from New York, where the basic idea is crime is so rampant that we've shut off a section of New York City and kept all the bad guys there. You know, it's attacking a real-world issue. They're doing the same thing with this one with uh, violence in schools. <laughs> How do we Look. handle these keys? <laughs> Look, love, love me thematic slop. However, it's, uh, it bears... It, it's worth mentioning that uh, this movie takes place in Seattle, and not a single person does any karate. And uh, that all right, really yeah. took me out of the movie. Yeah. I don't know what future this is supposed to be, but uh, they've outlawed karate. Oh, okay. So I, I must have missed that in the, yeah, the text crawl. Yeah. Uh, so they've decided. Okay, the only way we can deal with kids fighting with each other is to create RoboCops, and uh-huh. they do, so they do that and. That's I mean, now we're watching all this. And they're showing like a section of uh, Seattle, and it's like this is Kennedy High School, a free fire zone. I'm like, what's going to happen? Here? Immediately lean yeah. forward, like you said, yeah. what now? And the whole person, the, the narrator, is talking in a robot voice. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then the first shot we see of a human being is Stacy Keach's hair, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you this. You're like, what in the fuck is this white ponytail yeah. slash rat tail? It's and then he turns it to the camera. That's <laughs> that's the thing. Is like I didn't think that was Stacy Keach. I was like, that man has dignity. He's not going to wear his hair. Like, what the fuck? Because I don't know what was worse about it. the fact that it was a Stacy Keach's face, b his eyes with those fucking contacts, or c that mustache that's that brown mustache with the blonde hair. That's not even a ponytail. It's just like a triangle. It just stops. <laughs> It's just how it grows, man. It's like a beaver tail. How would <laughs> you know? He's triangle on the back of his head. Yeah. Uh, I think at first it's the hair, but for me it's the eyes in the long run. Because oh, five yeah. minutes later you realize, like, wait, no one else has these eyes. Yeah, Why exactly. does he have these contacts in? What does he look like you back like, from Always Sunny doing cat eye? Yeah. Is, is he a robot? Like, what is that? That's, that's a good question. Know. See, one of my favorite things about future movies is they keep trying to predict, you know, fashion. And... I guess in the future, people will have stupid fucking contacts that they'll wear. <laughs> it's funnier Look, if he's a robot, because why is this robot like, hey, I just got ordered from the Pentagon, we're going to go to this high school. <laughs> what? Like, I, 
I will say, you know, as as you mentioned, these movies do try to predict the future, and uh, this one nailed 2003. Like, look at all those spiky belts. <laughs> like, I I want to give them credit. Yeah. <laughs> they did a good job. So, uh, we we have a protagonist here. His name is Cody. Usually we have hero. a more retarded name than that, but this time it's I just Cody. I won't cheer for a Cody, I'm sorry. Yeah, so anyway, Cody is uh, getting released from prison. Uh, he was in prison for uh, being bad. And he gets... I like that they're walking him out of the prison and they just bombard him with everything in all of their jails. Yeah, it's like, boy, you know... Is you the got... only guy that's ever gotten out? Yeah. They're, they're just pelting him with your ass like, Boo! Stay with us! And I... Uh, he apparently he's a uh, nonplussed. He doesn't really seem like he cares that he's being released from prison. Anyway, he gets out of there. And they say now the only terms of your parole is you have to go to school, young man. You have to be at there by nine o'clock. I'm like, God, I wish my day started at nine o'clock when I was a kid. Uh, anyway, he meets up with his friends. We have to talk about Angel. Uh, Pride Month is over, and I'm not really sure who or what Angel is. Uh, is Angel trans or non-binary? What's going on with Angel? Uh, it's the most radical Edward-ass character that I've seen in a movie in a while. <laughs> I cannot answer your question. Yeah, uh, I looked it up, and it's played by a dude named Joshua, so who grew up to look more question. determined in one gender than another. But in that moment, I was just like, what the fuck? What is Angel? <laughs> so, very confusing time for me. When you see me. a character that androgynous and moving from this time period, my first thought is, uh-oh. <laughs> this, is, this is about to go bad. Luckily, uh, we avoid that. Yeah. So uh, they're driving around, and they're like, all right, where to, man? He's like, all right, we have to go to school, otherwise we have to go back to prison. They're like, ah, funny joke. Let's do some hardcore drugs. And they're shaking their drugs around, right? And they sound like clinking coins. And like, that right off the bat is probably not like a good sign. <laughs> Boy, mate, this me back with 15 quid. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting ready for your new job. <laughs> oh, please don't wish that on me. God, also, I, please wish that on me, dude. That's gonna be like your your opening interview. <laughs> I, I I know it. I know this is how my life goes. This is gonna be the one fucking job that calls me, and I'm gonna reluctantly go work for the fucking British. <laughs> right? Where are you right so now? Bad. Uh, Soho. Go. I saw this. <laughs> Are you gonna wear like you gonna dress like the the the, the artful dodger? <laughs> I've got so many outfits planned out. I'm gonna be honest, I don't know a lot about your royal family, but the corgi. I'm very <laughs> uh, uh, many people at my previous employers have called me the top dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> we have to talk about the said top dog. It just uh, took me back to that toddler shooting celebrity, <laughs> <and> just unleashing <laughs> a fucking pit bull on it. All right, yeah, that's how you deal with problems. So, what do you think is a better odds of taking that kid down, uh, pit bull, or using the twenty-one foot rule to disarm said toddler? <laughs> Why didn't they just release a bunch of pit bulls in this? Honestly, that would have got me in the class real quick. <laughs> the movie would have been 20 minutes. Anyway, uh, before <laughs> before they get to class, they have to contend with a rival gang. What are the rival gang called? The Pez Heads or something? Oh, shit. What are they? They're called something. They're like, they're like the Screwballs or yeah, something. Yeah, or some, some yeah, fucking something like that. Some real Mad Magazine bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, they get into a fight because... Uh, 
I don't even remember what they say to each other. I just remember that one of the gang leaders jumps in the car, is banging on the roof like he thinks he's going to punch his way through. Uh, gets thrown off, then gets in his fucking Mad Max tank car and is chasing <laughs> after them. And then one of the best car crashes I've seen in a very long time. Like, they fucking flipped the shit out of that bitch. It's so good. That was, that was one of my favorites of the whole movie. Who has the experience of making Commando under his belt. Like, oh yeah, let's make a silly little movie. What if we just make this car fucking explode ten minutes? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of uh, a man with experience that is about, they have uh, some name actors here besides Stacy Cage. One of the teacher terminators is Pam Greer, uh, and the principal of the school is Malcolm McDowell, the guy from Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs> Our Mister McDowell. Uh, this movie takes place in Portland, so you'll need this accent. No. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, boss. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Alex is like a tape recorder for the whole thing so he could like do this for the interview. <laughs> just, like, just like fucking Dexter trying to learn French. <laughs> that movie that man will do any movie you ask, but he will yeah. not put on an accent. He will be goddamn He was in milk you're getting. <laughs> Alright, so don't look that up by the way. So I will not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they, they get into the school, and I'm immediately reminded of the faculty. Remember the beginning of the faculty where they're slamming, <laughs> they're slamming the kids <laughs> nuts into the ball? <laughs> Elijah Wood getting his dick and balls ramped in the flagpole. <laughs> One of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in my life. And immediately I'm just like, yes, this is the same. This is what Robert Rodriguez was looking at. And... Uh, Meanwhile, this movie opens with Toe Cutter jumping on the top of their car and singing to hell. You know what? Yeah, just make mashed potatoes out of my balls. That seems way better. They have, like, uh, checkpoints for them to get into the school. Uh, oh, he's no longer considered part of his old gang because if he joins them, he go, he does hard time. And if he's not with them, they'll kill him. He's just like, ah, I just don't want to get involved. And, uh, <laughs> instead, we're all, all bashing a charisma. This is good. Yeah. Instead, he starts, uh, hitting on the principal's daughter, who has the worst British accent I have ever heard. It's just not even close. I just enjoyed that, like, out of all the things. Like, oh, look at these silly glimpses of the future. And then they walk up to the metal detectors at school, and you're like, okay, well, that's yeah. not funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Yeah. I don't want to think about that again. I mean, this is this is the thing. If you guys want to stop these shootings, there's one obvious solution: you arm the kids. <laughs> you send Pam Greer. There. Yeah, it's a T eight hundred. Yeah, and uh, so she starts off her chemistry lesson by not teaching any chemistry and instead doing kung fu on a couple of kids. Who, to be fair, had it coming. Then we get to uh, history. It's a good mo decision this movie makes. It's like, yeah, all these kids fucking suck. Actually, yeah. go ahead. Dude. Yeah, it is. It is the rare case where there are too many greasers. Yeah, like, you won't catch any of us saying that. Very yeah, often. Stephen King looked at this movie. It's like, all right, guys, it's a bit much. Come on, <laughs> a new name in fear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they go to history class. We got to talk about the history professor, who, by the way, his eyes are so blue it looks like he's been getting to the spice from Dune. And uh, if I were to do an impression of him, it'd be like this. Like he's just, yeah. <laughs> he's he is just ready to unleash some shit on these kids. Uh, <laughs> 
but he's a he's not the only one. They also have a gym teacher. I'm immediately reminded of Coach Buzzcut from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Just 100%. like he, he's gonna he's gonna make them take his remedial squat thrust seminar during the summer school. And uh, he isn't it like his opening scene. I guess they're learning wrestling, which they used to do in schools. I wish I wish they would still do that. Finally, something I'd be good at. And he's making a kid do push-ups. Isn't the kid on like two hundred or something? And the guy's like, <laughs> "I will make a wrestler out of you." And the kid's like, "I'm sorry, I did my best." Hit the showers, magnet. And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" I, everybody <laughs> gathered around the one kid doing push-ups. Yeah. is what makes the scene so good. Because you know they were if talking shit. Class, like, <laughs> yeah. That would be worth the humiliation. One in 30 days. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, you know what? It's no wonder this kid comes back with a gun. Yeah. Fucking get it. <laughs> if, if my entire class is circled around me in first period watching me try and do push-ups off my knees, oh, yeah. Oh, we're coming back. So, we, uh, we should probably take a step back to talk about the uh, the robo-spanking in history. Class. Oh, yeah, we oh, should talk about yeah. the robo-spanking. Yeah, that... He spanks the kid so hard his nose starts bleeding. <laughs> When you see, like, the little heads-up display of the robots switch over to corporal punishment, you're like, oh, fuck yes, I know what's coming. And then the robot just picks him up by the scruff of his neck and speed spanks. <laughs> you're 15 minutes, and you're like, I guess I'll just log this four stars now. <laughs> Which, by the way, the room is dead silent after the first spanking, and he just goes ahead with the second one anyway. He didn't even have to do that. I just like the conceit of, like, ah, oh, these are, like, these super advanced robots sent from the war i hope everything works out and with the pe teacher like 10 minutes in his programming is already fucked. He's <laughs> ready to kill one of these kids even. we don't even see why he's so mad he just flips a switch and tries to kill this nerdlinger with push-ups you know that, that was a weird thing for me is like i kept trying to find out where this movie's philosophical bent was because like as soon as they introduced the killer robot teachers i was just like Oh, so that's that's what you're trying to do. You you want this to happen. Then it cuts to the control room where it monitors them and like the people working there are like, <laughs> "Look out, red alert, red alert. She's getting angry." And uh Stacy Keach is like, "No. Wait. Let the children die." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. I thought everyone else would be in the know for this sort of thing. <laughs> I thought they were deliberately programmed that way. You know, they're trying to make a point like we are just going to kill the kids and that's how we control them." And so uh, we spent a billion dollars making these robots. So what do you mean, let it kill the kid? Do you know how this works? Like, <laughs> there's a lot of contracts to play here. It's also important to note that uh, Stacey Keach works for the DED. Parker, what does DED stand for? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> on a, a road to hell. It's it it Department of Education and Defense. <laughs> it sure is. They were, they were merged. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that's a pretty good oh, bit. Yeah. That's, what, uh, that's what Meatball Ron wants to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> Education defense being a division of the CIA is a really yeah, good bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good just yeah. line to throw in. Yeah. So uh, one of the kids uh, leaves history cl- or he's late to history class because he was busy taking drugs from his locker, and uh, he gets killed by the history teacher. Uh, spanks on the death. And uh, Cody, our protagonist, who us- I'm used to a more stupid name like that. He should be like Joe Flood or something. He uh, he's like I'm going to do some investigative work on this. I got to figure out what's going on here, and he takes the principal's daughter to uh, the three teachers' house, and they just find WD forty everywhere. It it kind of felt weird to me. It's like the audience knows these are robots. How could we have to go through these kids be like, 
huh, that's really weird. It also had one of the most awkward scenes I've ever seen, where uh, the girl picks up a lacy bra and she's just like, women usually have more than this. You know, women have things. I'm just like, are, are we trying to do like a comedy break here? What, what's, what exactly is going on? You know, they're like, you have one of your friends was killed and they're suspected I, uh, <laughs> robots. <laughs> Look, personally, I love the robot house because, and only because, why do the robots have a house? <laughs> I love that they have a house and all live together so much. Yeah. It's so, I, I also love, uh, not to jump ahead too far, but uh, when they crash the car in the water and they're like, we need to procure another vehicle. And then the next scene, they're just driving the same car again. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Which, by the, I also like that they never move like robots. There's never, like, the jerky, like, C-3PO shit for them. Uh, or not even, like, the the jerky uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movements. They just oh walk God, like normal people. This movie people. has C-3PO. Yeah, it's well, minus three stars. Correct, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I happen to like that car crash, too. Uh, I was like, I don't like water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice day for a dive. <laughs> It is a good bit that they just show up in the same car next scene. Yeah, that is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a real good so what happens from here on out is uh, gang wars. Hell yeah. Hell yeah That's like the next like 40 minutes of the movie. I love that this whole scene is just the two rival gangs having this massive shootout. And then like one of the teachers just like walks up in a fucking suit with elbow patches. <laughs> headshot some kid and walks away and everyone's like... Is that a fucking history teacher? <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's fine. I like that too. I, <laughs> I uh I, I like how they you know, they get the, the gangs to fight at what is very obviously a paintball course. Yeah. Uh by but the teachers go around and kill one person from each gang. And when they find <laughs> Angel strung up on somebody's doorstep, his fucking basketball just has total snakes rule painted on the side <laughs> of blood. <laughs> it's real good. Speaking of Angel, Angel's death scene, did you see how they fucking tossed Angel? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like on Chappelle's show when they just throw a dummy against the wall. Ah! <laughs> just a out. weighted head. Ah! <laughs> the body count in this movie is much higher than you would think it would be yeah. for a movie about robot teachers. But yeah. Yeah, like the whole second act is just gang warfare. Yeah. With teachers dropping in like in Splinter Cell, breaking some kid's <laughs> neck and disappearing into the shadows. Then uh, I think Stacy Keats reveals himself as a bad guy. What a twist. And uh, this is also, I think this is where they, they kill the uh, gym teacher and he comes back as like a robot chimera sort of thing. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, Alex, talk to me about forklifts. <laughs> before we get to the forklifts it is worth noting that the gangs you know they decide they have to work together to stop the teachers mm-hmm. and the, and their big plan is to shoot a bazooka at the front gate of the school and then drive all their motorcycles into the school so this is how we get to the point where we're at it's just like point. fucking 20 greasers on motorcycles driving around the school looking for these robot teachers to kill uh, I'd like to <laughs> highlight a kill from a little bit earlier during the paintball scene where uh, our hero, Cody, is under attack. <laughs> and uh, this other gang member just happens to be standing up against a wall. And two arms shoot out, grab him by the torso, and 
fold him in half and rip him <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> Those grisly things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Super cool. Uh, but anyway, to a more serious matter. Folks, you know here at Real Deal No Sex that people are very passionate about uh, forklift safety and certifications. Do not do what Cody does in this movie. Do not operate a forklift unsupervised. And definitely, definitely don't use a forklift to twist your gym teacher's head off. Disagree. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. He's trying to what get a job. What say, Parker? Uh, someone who is uh, now forklift certified. Uh, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. Sometimes your teacher's a real butthead. <laughs> I can't see a forklift scene in anything without thinking of that time that Sauce crashed the forklift at the FedEx factory <laughs> and cost the company like $20,000. How the hell did he do that? <laughs> He's <I'm> retarded. <laughs> and what took him so long is a real question. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe they let him on that thing. <laughs> I mean, it's Memphis. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fair. Oh, God bless. I haven't broken anything yet, but there's a couple Get close a time. calls Get today. A time. It was a close call today, actually. <laughs> it's like, I'm just back. Oh! <laughs> Thank God no one is around. Unlike Cody. Someone was around Cody. Yes. Well, I, I did like that as soon as he saved her, he immediately went in for the kiss. You don't see a lot of it. It's usually just an emotional hug. And like, then the slow mother gets a kiss. He knew that they're going to stop shooting soon. He wanted to get some in while he could. So, big sloppy one. And then uh, the gangs are working together to overthrow the DED. Stay tuned for uh, class sure. of 2032. Yeah. It's unclear to me how this movie actually ends. Yeah. Like, all right, you killed the robot teachers. Back to our shitty lives, I guess. Back to being back to gang warfare every day of my life. Also, my siblings are dead. Yeah, but don't worry, Pam Greer's dead. School's out. <laughs> if only they had that for the credits. Yeah, that, I don't think they could afford it. I think they probably spent all their money on. Uh, what did they spend all their money on? Maybe I mean, that the car song yeah. is at least a song that I've heard before. Yeah, I don't remember what it was at the moment. Me neither. I know I've heard yeah. it. <laughs> I was going to say they spent all their money on uh, casting, but then again, you know what? I don't think that Malcolm McDowell is that expensive. The man was in Tangled. They probably spent all their money on fucking tricking out that Mad Max school bus. Yeah, that's a, that's probably it, yeah, yeah. And that was a good decision. They should yeah, have done yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You hit more people that? school buses with armor plating. I wish I could have worked on this. You tell the people, hey, uh, these schools are free fire zones, and you turn it on in the first ten minutes... There's a fucking war machine barreling through the streets. Like, yeah, you're gonna finish it. That's good business. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading up on the sequel right now. Uh, There's a sequel. What's the sequel? A direct-to-video sequel from 1994, directed by stunt expert guy without a Wikipedia page. Now oh, that's good. Now well. we're cooking. <laughs> it's made for about three bucks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, boy, none of these names are anyone. This is probably ass. I'll report back. Yeah, yeah. All keep right. us posted. Yeah. Well, join us for next week's episode. Either TC nine thousand or the new Mission Impossible. We'll figure it out. Or both. Why not? Or, yeah. yeah. What do you mean or? <laughs> We're like barely scraping an hour fifteen here. We're fine. Yeah. We could do two. Yeah. Oh god. If there was a while. I was like, man, I kind of miss those long episodes. In- yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> And that's the tea, sis.